Today, we are talking about signs. No, we are not talking about the Zodiac. I couldn't care less about that. We are talking about signs from our loved ones. Are they real? Are they not? I don't know, guys. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Thank you for joining our weekly discussion around grief, mental health, and overall personal wellness. The Grief Bully Podcast will serve as a vehicle to help you navigate life's journey. Be sure to subscribe, review, and share the podcast with anyone in your life that you think it will help. Let's bully grief together. What's up? What's up? What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to another episode of the Grief Bully Podcast. I am your host, Jay Nicole. Today is Monday, March 22nd. We are back in the studio, rocking and rolling, episode 84. I am feeling good, feeling amazing after... Some very difficult days. I had some very difficult days. And today we're going to get into this episode as we already talked about talking about signs, signs from our loved ones, how this came about. I just want to get right into it because to be honest with you, my mind is still blown. No cap, no bat, whatever they're saying. None of that. Let me tell you this. This past week, March, actually last week, March the 15th as you heard on our other episode, was the five-year anniversary of my late grandmother's passing. And I felt kind of sad, went into it, felt really um, emotional early in the morning. And then I was able to get myself together because I decided to vlog the entire day. So definitely go check that video out too as well. It is on YouTube. So check that out. I vlogged the entire day of the fifth year anniversary of her passing. And so I had decided to lean into it thinking that this will help me, help me cope, help me move through and not can just completely fall apart that day. So I go upstairs, I'm chilling, leaning into it. I started crying my eyes out because I'm looking at some pictures. It made me real emotional. I felt triggered. Then I decided I'm going to go to the cemetery. So I reached out to my mom. She decided to come with me. That was pretty cool. Again, I'm vlogging it. I'm leaning into it, feeling like, okay, this is all right. The sun was out. We went to my grandmother's grave, not feeling overly emotional. I felt close to her. I was just, I was just open, if you will, and having a good time. I know that can sound bizarre, and that's the last thing that I would think was hap- would happen on that day, but it did happen. And so we're going through the day, doing all of these things. I then get home and I immediately start getting into editing because I want to get the vlog out. So I'm like, all right, cool. Going to put all these clips together, see what happens, try to make it work. So I'm sitting down into that. Now I'm starting to get hungry. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm hungry. Do I want to eat crab du jour? Do I want to make dinner? I had this food that I was going to make and I'm like, mm, nah, I don't know. So I finally decide I'm just going to do this because I don't want the salmon to go bad. So I'm going to make it. And it's a korma dish, an Indian dish. It doesn't necessarily call for anything else other than what's in like the the packet with the sauce. And we kind of go from there. Jay Nicole, why are you telling me all this? I don't really care what you ate. It's irrelevant. But guys, it has such great significance. So I decide on the the korma, the, the spinach. I mean, excuse me, the korma, the salmon dish. And I decide I'm going to add spinach to it you know, get our greens in there, you know. So I go upstairs and I go start getting everything out. I want to make sure that the spinach is good before I get too excited about adding it to the dish. I open up the drawer in my refrigerator. I reach in. I grab the bag of spinach. It's in a bag, 
pre-washed, all of that. And it had already been open. So I'm like, let me just make sure everything's good. I flipped the bag over. And inside of this bag is a freaking ladybug. A ladybug was inside of this spinach bag. <laughs> Why is that important? My late grandmother called me Ladybug. I'm Ladybug. My children's book, The Adventures of Graham and Ladybug. This is not a made up story. This is real life. I couldn't make this up if I tried. So I am straddling the line of being disgusted that there's a bug inside of my spinach. Being overwhelmed with emotion, like how could this happen? Am I imagining this? Is this really going on? What in the world? And then we have to, would be remiss if I didn't highlight again. I didn't come across this bag of spinach on March the 14th or March the 20th or the 17th. I came across this on March the 15th, which made five years. That my grandmother passed away, I found a ladybug in my spinach that I wasn't even going to eat, potentially. So, that led me here to this episode and what I want to get into. I'm telling everybody about it. I shared it on social media, so if you follow me on Instagram, you can go check it out. I made an IGTV video about it. It was on my story. I did save the videos, so I might try to compile it or maybe add it somewhere else so you guys can really see my, my natural reaction to that. But... I'm telling everybody about it and they're like, wow, like take it as a sign, take it as a sign. She's with you. She's there. It was her and, and all of this good stuff. Now, my one friend blames this on me being Sagittarius and I don't I don't know, but I, I had to really think about it. What do I believe? What do I feel as far as it being a sign or not being a sign? Because my mind, I'm going to be honest with you, and I've always been like this with you guys. You're my audience. You're my people, my family, and my community. So I know I could be this transparent, open with you. But I don't know. I don't know. How did my deceased grandmother put a ladybug in a bag of spinach? <laughs> I know. I know it sounds super bizarre. This is what I'm thinking. Is that even possible? How could that be possible? And they're like, you're taking it too literal. You, It's a sign. It's not meant to be understood. It's not meant to be interpreted. You just have to go with it. All of this stuff. And I'm like, mm, mm, I don't know. Now, I want to backtrack a little bit here. So my grandmother, as I said, she called me Ladybug. And when I was getting engaged and we're taking our engagement pictures, we, it was a nice day out on Princeton University's campus and we're taking the pictures and then and then it starts to rain. So because it started to rain, we had to then go into a different part of the campus that we weren't originally planning to shoot at. But because we needed something to cover us, we had to go to this certain part. So we're in this breezeway, if you will, and we go to put our hands on top of each other to show our rings. And right at that moment, there was an infestation, if you will of ladybugs it, it was insane and so we're like hmm, okay noted so again we're saying noted i've been married for almost four years so it's almost five oh wow it's almost five years ago because these are our engagement pictures a year before so that is outdoors though so i'm like all right 
ladybugs, they, they, they hang out outside. That's their spot. So eh, maybe that's a coincidence. Maybe not. Right. Keep it moving. I've I've since had ladybugs on my window screen. They've been inside my house. They've been actually when we were planning for my grandmother's funeral, we were going to, I think, the funeral home and inside the cup holder in my aunt's car was a ladybug. So when it's when it's outside, I'm like, okay, I don't know. I want to embrace it, but it's outside. So who knows? But now we're talking about inside my house, inside my refrigerator, inside of a bag of food that I am going to eat on this specific day. Crazy. So I don't know who out there has been dealing with this as well and trying to get through as far as interpreting signs and not interpreting the signs and all of that good stuff. But there is a few things that I came across in terms of what it's like when you're you lose your loved ones and you have these signs or you don't have these signs and how you interpret it. So I think the one thing that stuck out the most is that how open you are in your belief system is is going to lend to the signs that you do and don't see and how you do and don't interpret them. And if I might have been on the fence prior to this, I think I'm sold. I think I'm sold, guys. I think that I believe that there is a way. I don't know the way, and I'm still educating myself and learning about that, but there's got to be a way that they can connect with us. There's no freaking way you're going to tell me that this happened and it, and it wasn't something bigger than me, greater than me, that my mind, my little pea brain can interpret and make it make sense. I can't make it make sense. But this is where the distinction is, and I encourage you to potentially look at it this way if this is a part of your journey. Where your comfort rests the most, lean into that. So it gives me more peace to think that there's a way that my grandmother, my father, my other loved ones can connect in some way to let me know that they are there. I'd rather do that than rack my brain trying to figure out how this is impossible because there's parts of me that are like, no, like, She's deceased. Her body is in the ground. I saw it happen. There's no way. But it also depends on your religious beliefs as well. So so please understand that I'm just learning this and I'm not telling you what's right and what's wrong. But I'm just wanted to talk about this topic because it's one that I haven't talked about on this show. And I think a lot of people might struggle and deal with it because I do know that there's a lot of people who are angry that they don't get signs. And they they let me excuse me. Let me go back that they believe that they don't get signs. I can't say they don't get signs because from what I've learned and what I'm getting ready to talk about here is that we might just be missing them. They absolutely might be there, but we aren't open to it. So we're not seeing it. And some people don't want the signs. It scares them. It freaks them out. So this isn't a one size fits all situation here. This is something that we've got to continue to to navigate. I mean, not we, I have to continue to navigate and investigate. So what I've learned from some brief research on it is a lot of it has to do with energy. So it has to do with our, our energy and that their spirits and their souls are, are energy and that there's only certain times and certain realms, no windows is what I'm trying to say, certain windows of opportunity for them to connect. 
So it's not like a 24-7 thing where they can just connect with you at any time. And this is even kind of creeping me out the more that I'm talking about it, that I've even become this open. Because normally I would maybe shut this down. Like, nah, that's tripping. It ain't no way. If they if they can connect with me and they can hear me, if they can see what I'm doing, then why don't they show up all the time and, and this and that. But there are so many different ways. And so with the energy and you having to channel that, this is why sometimes on birthdays, anniversaries, death anniversaries, things like that, which is what happened to me, is that you are more likely to get some sort of sign from them. And that's because your mind is so occupied on them and you're channeling that energy that you're more open to seeing it. Again, this is preliminary information. Do not shoot the messenger. I am just learning here and trying to understand it. And so it made a little more sense for me, like, wow, like the fifth year anniversary, I decided to be open and to, to lean into to the possibility of having a better day and ushering that joy. Then I get this kind of sign and it's like, wow, that's that's awesome. So some of the signs that, that I read about that loved ones potentially come are in scents. So perfumes, different smells, it could be scents that they had that maybe they wore or if they were a smoker, maybe you'll smell smoke. And even if they're not a smoker, they said sometimes you'll smell more of like a cigarette hint. Butterflies was a big one because butterflies are easier to channel energy into. Again, I don't know the logistics, but this is what I'm learning. Birds is a big one. Butterflies, perfumes, smells, coins is another one that that is a big thing. Electrical, because again, we're talking about energy so electrical things, if something just suddenly goes off in your house or comes on or things like that, that you're not t typically accustomed to happening, and you're like, whoa, lights flickering, stuff like that. It can be can be scary depending on where you are. But I'm trying to educate myself on this and learn more. Another big one is your dreams. And they said they the resource that I was reading about this was that dreams are actually the most difficult and so if you get a visit in your dream, then consider yourself very fortunate. And I got to tell you, I consider myself very fortunate because my loved ones, especially my grandmother and my dad, have been in my dream pretty frequently, actually just a few days ago. And so I wake up and I, I don't really always have all the pieces together as to what the conversation was, what we were talking about, what we were doing per se, but there's still just that recollection that they were there and so I consider myself fortunate and if you've experienced that as well consider yourself fortunate now guys a lot of this information was kind of coming from a medium source I've never spoken to a medium I've never talked to a medium and to be honest with you I don't I don't know if I ever really will it's just a, a line between my comfort and then being completely mind blown where it, it could potentially stunt my growth so I'm making that decision not to just based on wanting to be able to continue to move through my grief and heal in a way that I feel comfortable with. But if you've spoken to a medium or if you've done anything like that and they've channeled your loved ones and you've been able to chat with them, hit me up. Let me know. I definitely would love to hear more about it. It's something that I've never done, but I, I, I can't say it's not real. I can't because what would make me think that there's not an afterlife if I believe in a higher power and I believe in God and I think there's an afterlife 
why would I think that the channel of communication is cut? If I believe in, in the Holy Spirit, if I believe in all of these different things, then why wouldn't I believe in the possibility that my loved one could come back and visit me? My loved one can just let me know that I'm there. And there's also I mean, some really deep stuff about how immediately after they pass, they can't really connect because their spirit has to detach from their physical frame. And that depending on the level of trauma that their physical bodies experience, that can be harder so it can take weeks for them to actually detach from their physical body. Listen, I, I am going to continue to blow your mind. And I hope that this, this episode was interesting for you to some extent. And, and I want to tell you that there was a few things just to give you an example is you, you might not know. But I was looking at an article where it was like seven examples of where a loved one appeared. And so this one says, when my daughter passed, a butterfly flew into the funeral home and flew above me. I didn't see it, but everyone else did. Since then, every time I see a butterfly, I whisper hi to my baby girl. So that was someone that talked about that. Again, butterflies. This one, my mom used to feed the chipmunks and squirrels. We don't have chipmunks in Florida. I live on the fourth floor and a squirrel will look into my sliding glass door at least once a week. I know it's my mom checking in. Listen, I'm not here to tell these people that they're out of their mind and that this is not right. I'm here to say whatever is going to comfort you and help you on your journey, continue to be open. And for those people who may not have felt as though they've had a sign or been visited by a loved one, I challenge you to be more open. I challenge you to pay more attention to your surroundings and to your feelings. And another thing they said, I know I'm going on and on, is that when you are thinking about your loved one and, and having thoughts about it, try to speak things out loud because they can't pick up on that internal. So if you speak it, then maybe they can connect more. Again, I don't know much more than what I'm giving you. We're going to be learning this together and navigating this together. And, and hopefully it's a helpful thing. And it just makes someone feel seen and feel heard and feel and feel like they're not crazy and that they're they're grieving and they're trying to navigate this journey and find as much peace as they can along the way. And so I'm going to keep researching it. When I get more information, I'll definitely bring it back to you. So I had to get into this topic today, though, because my mind is still so blown about that. I love my grandmother. I, I love ladybugs now. And it, it's just an honor to to be able to, to have these experiences with her. So I want to bump it to our inspirational boost, which is a part of our show that is brought to us by our sponsor, Adina J Designs. They make, create, and inspire us through decorated apparel, wood signs, custom tumblers, and all that good stuff. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Adina J Designs, A-D-E-N-A-J-A-Y-D-E-S-I-G-N-S. This week, this quote was actually by me, and it has to do with today. And it says, I would be lying if I said I don't go to sleep every night praying that I meet you somewhere in my dreams. Woo. I know whenever I post that on social media, a lot of people drop the blue hearts. They can feel that that's one way that we're always hopeful to connect with our loved ones. And I'm praying for you that you do get signs and you will feel that connection and you won't feel so isolated because the tangible relationship has ended the in-person, that physical but the intangible can still go. We've got to continue to breathe life into it. So I hope that that helps somebody today. And our In Love and Memory segment this week is going to go out to my grandmother again. And the, and the reason why I want to say that is because it's I, I have to thank her 
more so, right? I have to thank her for our relationship today because it allows me to stay open. And I think that's how those types of moments can happen. And our love and the bond that we had is why the possibility of that remains in my mind and my heart. So I have to thank her and I just want to shout her out again. So it's going to be in love and memory to Margaret Rees, my late grandmother, once again. Guys, it's been another great episode of Grief Bully Podcast. I want you to follow me where I hang out the most over on Instagram. You guys already know that at I underscore AM underscore J Nicole. Guys, so next time you already know. Love and light. Peace. Peace.